This is the challenge. War of the Worlds 2. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. I am Steve, and joining me from Studio M, actually, let's change that, Studio P for the Petty Queen. Hell yeah. Marie's here this week, guys. What's up, Marie? Ooh, happy Friday. <laughs> that Friday energy Marie's bringing to us. I know. I'm going to get real crazy later tonight. <laughs> Too early to feel like this. What are your plans for this evening? Um, one of my cousins is actually performing her school play. Oh. So um, as annoying as my family is, we're actually getting together prior to it. And we're getting wine drunk and we're making signs. How old is this cousin that you will be holding signs for? She's like 17, turning 18. Oh, God, that won't it's be. It's her like senior senior performance. Oh, God, that won't be embarrassing for her at all. So she loves it, actually. I was about she to say that, that probably runs in the uh, I've, I've seen this. The 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 stories on the uh, yeah. Rota family get together. She'll probably oh, love yeah. that. That's fantastic. I'm glad you guys do that. Yeah, we roll pretty deep. Roll pretty deep. How many people <laughs> are showing up? <laughs> well, there's three nights of it, so she's gonna have a, a big base every oh, night. So no. Yo, Gianna, you're gonna crush it tonight. I can't wait. I also am so happy that your show goes on first because I'm out after. But. <laughs> Wish you the best of luck. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, Marie, thanks for joining. I actually, you know what, asked you, hey, what are you doing? Do you want to come on the pod this week? And your response was, can't do that. I want to be able to go back on the show at some point and not have everyone hate me. <laughs> you know what? The truth of the matter is, if I go back on the show, everyone's going to hate me anyway. So <laughs> and I said, why would you say that? She's like, and you said, I have some very, very strong thoughts on people from this episode <laughs> and i feel like that would immediately get in the house and i would be the talk of the house while i'm not even on the show and i said that's perfect for the right reality podcast murray <laughs> the pod would be the talk of the challenge house and that's all i've ever wanted well i won't hold back we could we could uh <laughs> talk about things and then revert to other things in last episode if you want because okay. my twitter fingers got happy anyway it's not like any, nobody knows i mean that that happens yeah i mean if you're not following marie on on twitter guys <laughs> man is it a delight it is it's an just, absolute delight i hate when everyone's like you shouldn't be talking like you're not on the show i'm like twitter is literally made to leave your opinion right and why can't i talk and you can't Excuse me, have you ever been on the show before? Like, I know these people. Like, my opinion counts way more than yours. And you also know other stuff that did not happen that they did not, or that happened that they did not show. And you also know the outcomes. So sometimes it's like, yeah, but you don't know the whole story here, people. You only know like a fourth of the story. Yeah. That is going down. So. But uh, this is going to be exciting. I'm, I'm excited to have you on. Guys, this week, we have a lot of content for you. Obviously, Marie's here. But <laughs> uh, Brooke couldn't join us this week. She's very busy with her work stuff. But she did leave a take. So we have a take from Brooke this week, save, that we'll play. We also have a Mom LaFranc take of the week. That's back yeah. this week. And guys, Justin has a take this week. Justin himself, Mr. Pop That Shirt Off, has called in from the field, and he has left the take for us. So we'll play that a little bit later in the show as well. He's also, missing you. He, I know. I know. I called him, and I was like, bro, bro, got to leave a take. And he's like, I know oh, you're watching, bro. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so we called and left the take. So we have that for you guys. 
also, I want to shout out everybody who left us reviews last week, guys. We're over the 100 review mark on the iTunes. Shout out to everybody who listens and did that. We were having a contest of the people that submitted a review. We were trying to find the 100th, but because of the way iTunes does its business, we had like a bunch of them come in within the same general time frame. So what we're going to do next week when Brooke is here, we're going to put all the names in a hat. We're going to pull the names out of the people who left this review. And then you guys, one of you guys who left this review will come on and give us a take. It will be fantastic. You'll tell us what you're thinking, what you love, what you hate, all that fun stuff. And we'll get to that next week. But since we got Miss Marie here. Well, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. In, you know, the holiday spirit, yeah. I'd like to say, if you do listen to this podcast, take that second to go and like it. You know, do it for myself. Do it for them. Listen, this takes time to do this every week. They're committed, you know, just sh- 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 show them some love, share like, and also uh, retweet the link. That would be really cool. At me at it so I know that you're cool too. <laughs> Marie, that's the nicest thing ever. <laughs> you're so nice. I'm in a good mood today. <laughs> She's in a good mood, guys. Uh, yep. We got her in a good mood, which is which is fantastic. Thanks for saying that, Marie. We appreciate that. Yeah, and well, it, people should appreciate you, so. Oh, well, that's nice. That's, well, that's what we do it for. We do it because we love the show, but we also do it because we know there's a bunch of people who love listening to us. I mean, as, as we've said before, we don't make any money doing this. We have no sponsors, unfortunately. Uh, get at us, whatever that water company was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, Just living the dream. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing it. Like... Um, when, when, you know, last week, I think I posted, got to it on Sunday. We had a couple people message and like, well, are we not getting one this week? I was like, listen, you'll know when we stop doing this and it will be a very sad day. So, uh, <laughs> but it, when you leave those things, it really helps us. We've moved up the ranks wow. on the, uh, on the iTunes in terms of where we're spotted when you type in the challenge. And that's all because you guys leave reviews and we appreciate that. And when that happens, it's better for us. It's better for you. And uh, man, we're, I, I feel like this season's been going on forever at this point. How do you like the season? I wanted to ask you that. I am okay with the season. Brooke does not like the season. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with it. I think I was really looking forward to the team concept of it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, based off how everything has gone with the alliances within the teams, it hasn't really played out in a way that um, is, is I guess, fun in that way for me. Mm-hmm. But I will say I'm loving the um, – all the eliminations have been fairly close. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenges have been not, not – the challenges have been right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting here so pissed off. I'm like, they finally left the ground once, like to do this heights over water thing. Like, if you, if I, if I ever showed up and it was like, all right, there's something on the ground, I'm ecstatic about that. You know, <laughs> there's, there's some like what mud wrestling and other shit like that. Like, really, guys, like you want to sit me out on this one? It's just, it's, it's just my life. That's what. Like, I feel like this is a situation where I would have been really great. However, also when I think about it. I probably I probably wouldn't have gone far because I would have been calling out way too much shit. Mm, yeah, and that's again that's one of the things from this season that is is kind of um, I would say lessening my viewing experience, but it it's just like I, it's already written in the stars, if you will, coming into this week what was going to happen. No matter who what well, team won, 
You see, I've, so I've been thinking. I've been thinking that all of the players that are current, like still there, this has been written before they even started, right? So yeah. MTV pays a lot of money for the big heads to come back to the show. Yeah. Right, and very little money for rookies. That's why there's so many rookies. Yeah. And with the actual like political part of the show this season, it's allowing a lot of faces that people know mm-hmm. versus the ones that we don't know and don't really give a fuck about. Yeah. Um time to be on the show that's true i would say i mean other than other than the bananas west thing that happened super early in laurel um yeah i mean the last who's the last newbie in jenny's in still somehow storyline like the west versus johnny thing like it was over let's send it home you know would this would this show be the same show if they were still on it it would be the same show that we've seen every other season but true not this one. Yeah, that's a good take. I like that. I, I I'm also interested in the in the fact that you know obviously we're talking about. I mean we can we can kind of start wherever here, but I feel it. They've been building up, and so this is what I hated a few years ago. We had this huge buildup of Polly versus Kyle, and we never got the payoff. We never got mm-hmm. those two going head to head. Didn't see it. This year, I feel like we're getting a buildup to Polly. And Jordan, and I just want to see it pay off. And, For I mean, sure, I but love... I think that Jordan's a different enemy than Kyle is. Mm, okay. So I think that, you know, Jordan's whole thing is that, like, he's honestly, I think Jordan is the goat of the challenge. You know why? Because this man is incredibly athletic. He's smart. You know, like how do, how do you beat that hammer thing with one hand? Like that's yeah. insane. Yeah. You know, and like he knows, like, there's risk and there's reward. And that's what you really come to admire about people. And there was one part where, you know, Cara gave him credit to that or gave credit to Theo that in their tribunal. Yeah. Which I was like, all right, that's cool. But Theo obviously wasn't having it regardless. (laughs) But it's true. Like, you know, Jordan's a legend because he goes down there and he does what he's going to do. And when you try to come for him, he's going to come for you because, like, that's his shtick. Yeah. So and I'm excited. I, and that's where he made his name originally famously was flipping over all the cards and wanting bananas and he lost. But, you know, when he said you got to come in and do it for himself, I mean, he means it because he did it. Yep. You can run your mouth and, and, and talk a big game. But until you don't send a sheep, don't send a sheep. That was great. I feel like that was a little extra dig at a at a at Turbo there because he always was talking about him being a lion. Oh, do you like that little extra thing there? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, so let's get into the <laughs> beginning of the episode. Well, Rogan was there and he was saying, you know, he regretted a little bit that they put Georgia in. And I was thinking to myself, you know, there's almost always a reason they put these type of clips in. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're starting to set it up for a fracture within that within that UK team in the next week or two that Rogan will kind of shift over where he's now with Jenny and Jordan and uh, Tori. And First maybe off, they can 100%. Do something there. Yeah. I wrote that in my notes, Joss yeah. is going to fold. But let's like, get there. <laughs> Joss is going to fold. Yeah. No, go ahead. You're there. Talk about it. Let's no, go. No, I mean, that's the, that's the like, oh, oh, that's the beginning. Well, I guess we're there. But listen, now that they have – see, we can't talk about this because that comes at the end. All right, so – all right, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll let we'll let you hold your point there. And before we even got to that, uh, you know, I want to ask you about Tori being a being a turncoat from last week. I think it's a smart idea. 
um, get away from the madness and maybe you can help. But it's also kind of smart that you're kind of hedging your bets in terms of you got one half of your relationship on one team and one half on the other team there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this has been my favorite season of Tori. Okay. Um, I think we see a lot from her that's usually to me comes off kind of corny okay. and, re- and rehearsed, but she is like, she naturally is a very, very fun person. And I think her in a situation where now her back's against the wall, not everyone's laughing at her jokes. She doesn't even want to fucking talk to them anyway. <laughs> you know, we're really seeing who she is as a person, you know, like she's competitive as hell. She's cool as fuck. And, and she realizes how fucking insane this entire little cult is like it's it's just crazy it, it's really interesting when you know the the game kind of gets moved in a certain direction and you're like all right is that like a one is that like a one thing move or is this like a chess game where you have to move one piece in order to move three pieces and i feel like it's more of the moving the three pieces because there was a was it not last week but the week before Jordan was saying, I'm thinking about getting myself thrown in so I can go to the other team. And I was like, what? That's a very strange reason they'd bring that up unless this is kind of a, I don't want to say a pseudo plan because I feel like they were going to get thrown in anyway. Well, that's well, that's exactly what I was going to Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say because Tori, regardless if she stays on US or not, they're going for her next. Yes. It's very clear where the right. lines are. So do you, do you stick with that team and, you know, fight for that team that's going to continue to throw them in like Dio was put into that same situation? Or do you, you know, go on the other side and, you know, prove who the fuck you are? Well, and that's, that's a good, that's a good observation there because I, I'm trying to think about, and I'm sure this is the way that you guys handle it is like, you're not thinking about this week so much as you're also thinking about the next two weeks. I imagine on like, Okay, if we do this now and those two go in and this one comes back, what are our numbers looking like two weeks from now where it's another girls elimination day? And does this move help us like this week or can we save that again for two weeks from now where like it might help us more? Is that something that kind of goes on? Is that a lot of the talk is you're you're playing things two, three, four weeks out anyway? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. So that's what all the notebooks are needed for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laurel's notebook. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. Yeah. So um, then anyway. Yeah, go so ahead. Dio comes back. He's talking to all of them, basically being like, you know, why do I want to even be here? Yeah. Uh, you're going to keep throwing me in, which is true. 100%. Yeah. Um, And then Jenny's fighting with Rogan about wanting to win and all this stuff. <laughs> Kaylee's talking about Joss, and Cam says Joss needs to not be soft. Yeah, I, you know, I I like I like Joss. I think he is. I think he just wants to win. I think he wants to get his W, and then never come back to the show again. I really think that's where he's at mentally. Because, I mean... I mean, as he should be, because he doesn't really give a lot. Right. It's not like you see him narrating the show often. Like, this is true. That's all he really is. And to be honest with you, after what happened last night and the ending, like, you think Josh is going to stick up to somebody? Like, no. Josh is going to fold. 
Team UK is going to unite because they are a bunch of, pardon my language, cocksuckers. Like they will suck whosoever cock it is that they have to, to stay around. Marie, that's just your hot take on. <laughs> it's just like, come on, bro. And then, and then for the voting session, nah, okay. So anyway, I feel BO in this moment. You know, I really do. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, he's saying things out of anger as I would do exactly the same because, I mean, the guy's gone in three times. Yeah. You know, like he said, they're playing to this lose. Is, they're not this would be his win. fourth. Yeah, this would be but his th- fourth. This is why social games are, can get so messy because mm. of this kind of situation. Yeah. But, it, but, I mean, do we believe Dio when he says that he's going to throw the final? I don't. So it's just annoying that everyone else is taking that and being like, oh, well, we can't trust him now because he's going to throw the final. No, he isn't. You know, I. if you were to put me in that place of people, if I had to run a final, let's say it was I'm running with three people who were on the other alliance and they were just constantly throwing me in week after week after week. And I was helping them. Because, again, we don't know in the format that it is. We don't know because it's a team final. I'm assuming that the money's going to be split amongst a team that finishes. But yeah. who the hell knows? If yeah. I'm thinking that mindset, you guys throw me in three times. I'm going to get I, I Theo feels and I think rightfully so that he is one of the most competitive physical guys there is he finished the final last year and only missed it by a little bit against turbo Mm. why am i going to help you win money when all of you all you've done this entire season is just try to prevent me from winning money and he can i mean he said it you want to see me pity? i don't think you threaten that unless you really think you might do that that's i don't think you just make that up out of nowhere oh i'm going to throw a final I well, think I think, you just I think he's that threatening that to threaten. Like, that's solely it. Like, just to be like, piss me off again. Like, I'll go on the other side and yeah. like, whatever. But at the end of the day, I think that Theo really knows it doesn't matter. No. Like, no matter what happens, whether he wins, whether he loses, he's going in every time. Yeah. And there's something, there's something to be like, you know, that's awesome about that. I just wish that because it's so awesome, he took it more awesome you know mm-hmm. to be like fine yeah. like send me in fuck all of you i'm gonna stay here to the end and make you look like assholes yeah and and you know does it help if you were to go over to team us and they would have like that would give them an additional number over there yeah that would certainly help because i think that's where it stands now unfortunately the alliances are split too thin to where it's not going to matter well, Team US would send him in regardless. Well, how many guys are over there? One. Um, so if 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 Jordan didn't go in this week, right? It would have been one. It's Paul, so on Polly's alliance in terms of men, it's Polly and Leroy and Zach. Well, uh, he's not in the alliance, but yeah. Yeah, and then you have Zach and Jordan, and then he would be over there, depending on who they threw in. Yeah. So, yeah. I it, again, it's. I think it's a bad spot for him to be in. I just mm-hmm. don't know what much you can do about it, and I think that's why he's just a little angry. Like, hey, we're you're you're telling me you want the best for our team, but yet you you've kept like 
soft people here because it helps your alliance numbers. Like, yeah, no, man, you, if this is again, if we're against each other, you know, Kaylee and and uh, D versus like Jenny and Georgia, I think most people would take Jenny and Georgia. Well, this is something that also bothered me was that, you know, Rogan was talking about Tori and being like, you need to prove you're going to work hard, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, but you just sent Georgia in. <laughs> the literal number one cheerleader, you just sent Georgia in. That's like, very true. shut the fuck up, Rogan. Like, <laughs> then right after that, they cut to a scene in the bedroom where uh, Paulie's talking about like Tori, Tori and Jordan and that like them being on opposite teams yeah. is going to benefit them because at the end, like then they both get money. I'm sitting here, I'm like, is that not exactly the same thing that would happen with you and Kara? Right. I he called he called he said it was he called it weak and I go, "Really, bro? That's a fucking genius move. Genius move." And I'm actually surprised you didn't fucking think of that shit. Right? I mean, if you're hedging your bets, right? Cuz that's what I mean, it it goes back to doing what people do in Vegas. When you have like a big bet, early on in a season where hey i got in good on this team to win the championship well, i got them at great odds that's why tori and jordan slept in different rooms car was like well you don't sit with your boyfriend yeah. in the room it's because we have to put out as much like ears as we can yes but it's also head i mean if if the if the grand prize is a million dollars they probably know they're going to get married at some point Jordan, if you want to be on this team and she's going to be on this team and we feel like we're the best two competitors on our team and we win, then we have won the money for us no matter what. And I think it's a, I think it's a great strategy. Um, Jordan, it would have been switched. if they didn't become right. enemy number one. Right. And it would have worked out just fine. But yeah. unfortunately, it didn't. But I calling it a weak move. Come on, Polly. I. You did some good in this episode this week, Polly, but that was that was weak. You calling that week was weak. Yeah. Don't like it. Bad take, Polly. Yeah. And then you get uh, Cam, like, kind of comforting Theo. Short short little segment, but I just want to say, Cam's got the feels for fucking Theo, let's be honest. Really? I mean, can you, she was, like, getting real close. Although, Cam is a close talker when she's serious. I can't deny that. Oh, okay. But like even when he left, she was upset to see him go. I wonder how that made Leroy feel. I I still don't get any of that, to be honest with you. Whatever. I then you don't get, get it. Jo what, go ahead. I, I I it's like comfort maybe. Are you back in love again? I don't know. Like I said a few weeks ago, I didn't really care about them. I still don't really care about them. Yeah. I, just I think Cam probably just like understands Theo because her first season she was like the same way, getting thrown in and stuff. Mm. And you really do you, People like that, especially when they're that good, and he seems like a real person, that probably makes a lot of people laugh in the house. Yeah. You're probably, like, trying to cheer him up. Like, come on, you could do this, you That's know? true. That's true. So, whatever. Then we get the Joss and Nani poolside, you know, talking about the Paulie and Kara running the game thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have much on that. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's it's setting up the later happenings of Nani. In this episode, and it's something I wanted to ask you about because it's it. I mean, it's really clear that Nani is 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 breaking down and starting to lose it in the house. And what I wanted to ask you about that is: is there a way that you can try to like 
describe that feeling of of what it is when you reach that point in the house wow. is there <laughs> anything where like like normal people who haven't done the show before would be like oh it's kind of relatable to that is there something that you can kind of think of an analogy way like that <sighs> let's see <laughs> it's like smoking and getting really really high before a family event and then walking into your family event and being like super, super paranoid that everyone's looking at you. And they could very well know that you have severe anxiety, Yeah. but you're trying to keep it together. Okay. You know, you don't want to look anyone in the face. <laughs> That's how that feels. It's just like the most anxiety ever. That was, that was like me after the, like the headbutt day, just like walking around being like, well, that happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on? You know, you have all these people who are just like, you're the corniest people ever. Like you don't want to sit around them. Right. And, and what is, is there a solution for that? Is there something that you have figured out or other people have figured out is like the best way of coping with that? Um, I mean, I can give advice all day doesn't mean I ever took it, but <laughs> I, I usually lash out. Uh, okay. Okay. But if I were to be able to like rewind and go back in time to a place when yes. I was in that situation, um, I would just lay low Okay. because the house is a very, very dramatic house, right? So you could do something crazy and everyone could be, you know, targeting you one day and then the next day, you know, Turbo loses his head and everyone's fucking, you know, like... Things change very, very quickly. And if you could keep it low key, you could be off the radar as quickly. I uh, yeah, yeah. So something else will come up. I think you've said something like that before. Or you could burn the fucking house down. <laughs> burn it down. I mean, that would usually be my go-to move. To just burn everything down. Well, that's actually, that's funny. That this actually happened to me sort of. So uh, uh, it was in Vendettas and it was the challenge that I ended up going against Kayla. But before that, I tried to convince uh, Johnny to put me in against Kaylee, who was my good friend, okay. <laughs> because because like I was like, all right, listen, like I thought I could beat her for whatever reason, and uh, I tried to offer Johnny like if I uh, win this, you get like whatever power my thing was, like I'll let you control it. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay. So then I do that. I feel really dirty about what I just did for, to Kaylee. Right. So I go up to Kaylee and I tell her before the cameras even get there. I'm just like, listen, this is what I did. And she's like, what? Right. House goes wild. Everyone's in the kitchen talking about me. Everybody. <laughs> okay. Just like literally sitting around and I walk in being fucking here. I come Mrs. New York. And I'm just like, what are you guys talking about? And Nicole Zanata is like, we're talking about you. And I was just like, oh, are we? And I go in there and I just like plopped my ass on the table in the middle of everyone. And I was just like, all right, what's your problem? And I went around the fucking room and I'm so upset that I didn't oh show it. God. But like when your back's against the wall, it's almost, I mean, at the same time, it is TV. Yeah. You know, like if you're going home, you better let everyone know that you don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Oh, man, that is fantastic. Yeah, that's also one of the reasons why I decided to let Kayla win that on top of everything else was that like literally everybody hated me. Like that elimination was the elimination that Cara got me as her partner for vendettas uh, because she was like uh, cheering for Kayla more than she was cheering for me. Like everyone hated me. That's, that's amazing. That's yeah. so good. That's so good. Yeah. And again, like it's one of those like things that, that I've said before is like 
when you don't see like everything that's happening, there's almost a reason that like everything goes the way it does. It's like oh, yeah. no shock to anybody or anything, but we only get to see, you know, this year an hour and a half. Cause again, they listen to the pod. So, you know, yeah. But just like all commercials. Yeah. Well, it's an hour. It's an hour one of show each week. Cause I've, I've been, I've been kind of tracking that. So that's, that's about right. It's an hour one. Most of them are usually 40 minutes. So you add another 30 means you add another 20 minute of, of things. So I'm cool with it. I'm good with yeah. an hour. I'll take two hours next year, but you well, know. Speaking of time, let's continue. Uh, well, yeah. So the the challenge this week, Marie, I'm gonna let you in on a secret. Yeah. Usually, usually, I'd say like fifty percent of the time, I don't understand what the challenge is when TJ explains it. But like mm-hmm. within a minute of of it like starting, I'm like, oh, okay, I I get it. I've watched this two times, Marie. I still don't know what they were trying to accomplish. Also, when they hung things up, why did it turn red? I was like, ha ha, Ninja got it wrong. You know, like, and I was like, wait, <laughs> that, that means it got, they got it right. <laughs> was, are, the, are you like highlighting that for us? Like what, yeah. that, you, that it got uh, clipped on? Yeah. I think <laughs> I got the idea. You climbed on the wall and there were little hooks that you had to put the thing on. I was confused. The people cranking were cranking the other ones. Only the other ones moved, and there were more numbers on that side. So eventually, you had to do the ones on the other side as well. But then there was the whole rule about everybody on your team had to go Across once before you could go a second time. I, well, they they did few kind of like um, outside shots, which makes me think that they weren't thirty feet over air. Okay. Um. Because some of the shots that people fell in, it, I know, I know, thirty feet over water, like didn't really seem like it. Um, but you know, normal people watch and like, oh, I ain't kind of well, I could do this. Like, it's a lot harder than you think, and also it's a lot scarier than you think. So, oh yeah, I mean, it's not something I would do, obviously, because I just physically couldn't do it. Um, I've also recently decided that D is my spirit animal. Okay. When Ninja was going across and she's like, we get it, Ninja, like go home. <laughs> like, yeah, D, tell him. I thought the same thing. I saw like it was a thing in the climbing stuff and she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh God. No. Ugh, yeah. We got to hear her be happy about climbing on things again. Yeah. I, she's like, Don't be fooled though. This is really hard as she like floats across this rock climbing listen, thing. Listen, Wes was a state champion in swimming. You don't see him jerking off every time it's a <laughs> swimming challenge. Eh, do we not? <laughs> <laughs> He's always like, I got this. I got this. I'm good at this. Let me swim. Let this me is swim. My thing. Um, now, in terms of this, is this something that happens where, like, you have to get, like, a, a bigger explainer? Oh, every time. Every time. You're like, I no understand what you're asking me to do. Yeah, so. none of us. It's always like, all right, TJ, say this. And then, like, the guy will come over and, like, explain, right, this is what's happening. Like, da, da, da. So there's, like, a a, like a, a, a game a production describe. guy who's, like, yeah. just the game master, if you will. Yes, every time. And he gets, is it the same guy every time? Usually, yes. Oh, I want to be that guy. <laughs> How do I get that guy's job? I don't know. We ask some stupid questions, though. So, In terms of, like, are we allowed to, like, put three hands on the wall at a time? Or, like, it's, like, someone, like, a ninja with, like, 
you know, chime in and be like, well, do I have to use two hands? You know, like that kind of shit. And you're like, shut up. <laughs> we get it. You're good at this. We got yeah, it. Yeah. We got those it. people. There's a lot of them. Am I, um, am I allowed to use the oblong technique or is that outlawed? What are you talking about? Just yeah. be quiet. Just do, do the thing. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, then we get, uh, Jordan hating Kara. Oh boy. It's just, so, it's so funny how much he just dislikes her because I, I think that w- where it comes from is because she talks too much. Okay. Explain. Like Jordan, as cocky as he is. Yes. Um, I think has every right to be as cocky as he is, you know, like if he says something, he's going to do something. Whereas Cara, on the other hand, and a couple of her wins could be debatable in terms of how hard they were and stuff like that. And also, you know, if you do actually look at challenges, she's not the best challenger. It's not something that's new, you know, but we do understand like, listen, experience goes a long way. She is a really strong competitor in uh, eliminations, you know, so that's kind of how she makes it through to the final a lot is because people don't want to risk going into the arena with her. My boy Rogan here committed the mortal sin of if you're falling off something don't grab somebody else come on rogan you were just telling her she needed to prove it to you and you just pulled her off the wall there's something suspicious about it really i think so oh i love a good conspiracy marie you know that well rogan's 100 percent in bed with usa yes so why would he want his team to win? Well, even if he, even if his team wins, I, they still have the numbers to put in who they want. They'd put in, they'd put in um, Jordan, and then um, the tribunal would pick uh, Theo anyway. So I don't think it would really matter. It's, it was going to be the same two people, no matter who won. I don't know. It's an interesting I take. I love a good conspiracy. I do like it. Yeah, well, you know, apparently he did cry about it. We find out later. So oh, really interesting. <laughs> when they're out at the club. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's explaining, yeah. like, his whole reasoning for, like, being a pussy. He basically just explained <laughs> to everyone, like, this is why I'm playing a scared game. Because I was abused for literally the last four seasons when I'm not on the show because I went home first. And honestly, I, I could feel him and I respect the yeah. honesty. But you know what? I, I, I will say I'd kind of not been liking him at that point because of what he was saying. Uh, and kind of he like partnered up with um, Polly's team like before it even started. So I was like, ah oh, man, like, come on, like, come in and like at least play it for a little bit and then see what happens. But it wasn't that at all. And there is something to be said that, you know, they said, what do you want in the future? Like, I'm here. The longer I'm here, the longer it proves that that was a fluke. I'm super competitive. I want this. And I there's something that drives people mm-hmm. that you cannot make up for sometimes in strength or physical ability. It's yeah. a drive. It's a motivator. And part of me thinks... Theo was, other than the fact that Theo clearly couldn't swing a hammer to save his life, mm-hmm. Theo was mentally done at that point. And yes. you could have put in anybody in that point, and I think 
they would have won. I think if you put if you if it was Rogan, it would have been the exact same thing. Because there's a driver in people to prove others wrong. Yeah. And I think that's why Jordan has done so well, because he's heard his entire life about that. And I think that is something that cannot be forgotten when it comes to the to the challenges. People who are there. And, the, to prove and then we're a not point. gonna forget people that stay on longer either. So, you know, mm. do I wish he was being like a bigger hard out? Yes. <laughs> But, I mean, he's right. If, if he wants a future doing these shows, he does have to last longer. And to be honest with you, if you want to win, you can, you should probably stay quiet. It's yeah. just not something that the viewers are here for. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Uh, we did have some music this week, Marie. I have to ask you, what have your thoughts on the music this year been? Um, the wall music didn't really go with what was going on, mm. I feel like. It was China Groove, which was originally done by the Doobie Brothers, in case you didn't know that, everybody. Yeah. China Groove. And you know what I have found out? I think Brooke mentioned this a few weeks ago. They're not the original songs now. When they list the artist, they listed as SRM. And there was a song a little bit later as well. Oh, I know that one. And it was also by SRM. And I've spent... The last three hours trying to figure out what the hell SRM is. What is it? I don't know. The internet has failed me. I believe it stands for something. Serious radio? No, no, no. Because they're doing covers of this music. It's not the original versions. So I'm thinking it's something rights media. And it's just like a company that does cover songs that like pays for a one-off cover of the song i'm thinking that's what it is mm-hmm. but i i cannot be i cannot confirm that yeah. i hope to get more closure because there was a few songs last week and the in in the previous weeks that were srm as well that are not the original versions of these songs so i don't know but i i, I will figure it out i will figure yes. it out it is my duty it's my duty as a journalist on this podcast marie <laughs> good figure good. out what srm is well, yeah, so we finished the wall. Hold on. We have to talk about Kaylee not trying. Kaylee hates water. Don't come on back on the show. Thanks. She hates water more cool. than anything. Cool, don't come on the show where half the shit is water. I think that regardless of how much you hate something, like for me personally, there's I basically hate everything that we do on the channel. <laughs> like I was trying to think of something I don't hate, but like hate running, hate eating shit, like hate fucking going over heights. So I hate everything. Everything sets up bad for Marie. Yeah, literally. There's nothing on the challenge that I love except for myself. I don't like being in the house. Yeah, I don't like yeah. The alcohol is limited. Like really, the, al- the alcohol is limited. Never like in my perfect place, but. I will say this about myself. I'm going to at least try. Yes, you are. Because I have to. Because you have to. That's exactly right. That was like with the, that oily car mission that we did once. Like, oh, I didn't want to jump on that shit. Even though I was like real confident I was going to get it. I don't know what came was, during me that day. Was that the one where Leroy went to the hospital? Yeah. Cam didn't jump. Jem didn't jump. And Kaylee didn't jump. And then I got sent in and fought with Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, but yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, I think that like future challengers out there, like no matter what, just try it. And also, 
remember that you're, you are going to try it. Like for me, I used to like, you know, try to sit there and think about it and like go through my feelings. No, bitch, you're going to get up there. You're going to do it. So stop wasting time and just go. And I also feel like for Kaylee at this point of the game, that was a bad move for her because it exposes to the other people on your team where people have been chirping for the last few days. She's weak. She's not going to do well in a final. All you had to do was try to get on a ledge and you'd fall 20 feet into some water. I know you don't like water. You got a life jacket on, but like you're kind of exposing yourself at this point and that's not good. Try, fail, and you'd be like, hey, I tried. I just did not something that was meant for me. I think everything you do can contribute to your downfall in this show. I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, that's true. Everything. So. Um, I didn't write a note and it contributed to my downfall on the show. So <laughs> it's not only everything you do, it's everything everyone else does too. So yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Just stay in your room and don't talk to anyone. Like that's yeah, my advice. Just, like, go into the padded room, go into the phone room that we saw for the first time this year. <laughs> on final reckoning, me and Shane shared a room and we had like this, a bunk bed. I don't know how we found this room. It was just me and Shane. But like one day everyone like took the, uh, mattresses and like put them against all the walls in our room because we're fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, good oh, times, good times. I didn't even know the phone room existed. Let alone like I know there's a space you can usually go to talk on the phone, but the the phone room was even themed. It was like decorated. I thought it was a sauna. I was like, oh, it's getting hot. <laughs> Little sauna action in here. Yeah. Um. Do you, like the last time you were on, do you have like what what's your access to the phone? How does that work? It's it's very, very, very limited. And even, and even when you do call, you're just basically being like, hey, I'm alive. Like okay. you can't say shit. But obviously in this case with Jenna, um, because Jenna's, you know, obviously part of the show. Uh, yeah. yeah. So and she had Zach there. So. So that's why they're showing it. OK. Do you yeah. get like one call a week or something like that. Or is it all varied? I'd say like it really depends on how many people are in the house. In the beginning, it's it's real short because there's so many people that have to make calls. Yeah. Um, towards the end, you might get it like once a week, maybe. But I mean, like I said, there's nothing to talk about, so it's almost you can't pointless. talk about the game or what's happening. Obviously. No, and yeah, and your family at home, obviously, they have the emergency contact. So if something did happen that you would need to know about, like they can get they, a hold of a producer. Yeah. Okay, I got you. That that's good. I, I'm glad we know that. Um, the next thing I had written down here was TJ gave Kara the business again. That's what I wrote down. What do you say? He goes, so the, uh, the tribunal this week will be Paula, uh, Polly, um, Zach and, uh, Kara who looks sad and miserable. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And she goes regular yeah. ch- resting challenge face. Yeah. Now Brooke has said in years before and on this podcast that she thinks TJ only picks on Kara, and he and she doesn't really care for that. Well, I would like to say, has she ever seen TJ pick on me? Because it's <laughs> way worse. <laughs> Fucking knocked my mojo out right before I go into elimination saying what happened to like sadness and cigarettes like cigarettes and sadness. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. That was that was a great line. Um, I 
I don't know why we're only seeing him do it to her. I don't know if he's doing it to other people because I feel like he's a pretty straight shooter and like even he really didn't even show emotion when jo- Jordan proposed at the end there. Um, but I, I'm just thinking like, is there something that like, I, I don't get it. I think maybe he's like seen her before and is like, hey, I've, I've seen you be maybe happy before. I don't know. But I, I listen, there's also, you know, the temper tantrums that you don't see that go on like oh, often during these. Yeah, 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 things. yeah. yeah. I got you know, you. so she could honestly just be annoying him at this point. Mm. Well, there have been a lot of those things where TJ's around. And he's like, can you guys just shut the fuck up? Yeah. Which I find is a new thing that he's having to do more so this year. So just shut the fuck up. Can you guys <laughs> shut the fuck up. I want to go just chill in the house. And film a whole lot of cameos. Let me get back to that. Yeah, right. People are paying me a hundo for a cameo. Let me get back to making some side hustle money. Yeah, like we don't need to be here for hours, bitches. Let's go. (laughs) Uh, As we talked about, Theo said he was going to switch sides or come back and throw throw a a final out of spite, which I think would be really interesting to see how you actually do that. Um, I mean, we, we did talk about, you know, whether this is something that you actually would think it would happen, but do you think somebody could actually pull that off? Pull what off? Like throwing a final. Um, it really depends on how mad that person is and how far behind they are. Mm. Or if behind the scenes, maybe they made a deal. Oh. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like on the swim challenge, I put myself on the team with zero swimmers and Brad solely because I needed to make sure that they lost. There is a strategy in it when there is... When you have some uh, control. Yeah. And they don't leave it totally up to to chance like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. See? That's some great insight you're not getting anywhere else, guys. Yeah. I like wouldn't that. that be a bitch? Speaking of bitches, we get to... Whoa. <laughs> I don't even... I have to... Hold on. I have to think who you're going to say now. Speaking of bitches... I don't know. The possibilities are endless. We go to the tribunal, right? It's time for them to vote everyone in. Yeah. Rogan gets up and he basically tells Theo, sorry, but I have best friends, which is annoying, but also acceptable. Acceptable. Yeah. Like Theo can't argue with that. Like, these are my boys. I'm not going to put them in. He said, I would die for for Joss. Yeah. 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 Um. And CT kind of let it off. He's like, can we just get this over with? Quickly? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we all know what's going on here. Yeah, we all know what's going on here. Yeah. Um, what what were the votes for Dio versus not for Dio? Like, did Joss actually have, because I, I got confused at that point. Did, could have Joss actually made an impact on actually voting? Mm, let's see. That would have been Kaylee, Joss. Or Kaylee Rogan, um, D versus Theo. Oh, and, and CT. So four versus two. No. So no. Okay. No. That wouldn't have worked. It had been four versus three. Got it. So but they'd have to yeah. swing one more person over, which was not going to happen. Yeah. 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 Which makes you even more of a pussy. <laughs> Come on. Like, I like 
Joss as a person, I really do. So I, I hate saying this, but like, honestly, I, we probably, he probably hates me now because I said something on Twitter about it. But it's just like, listen, you made a move last week. You then, you know, tried to cover up for that via Twitter. I don't know if you saw it, but he was just basically like, yeah. It made no, it made zero sense. Made like, zero just, sense. Yeah. I, I gave him the business sense. last week about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is like, just fucking own it. Like yeah. that's all, that's all we want from you. That's all production wants from you, Mr. You're not on the next season. Like this is like, you know, like <laughs> if you're going to do something, you need to own it. That's it. Bottom line. So then you're going to sit there and be like, Oh, I really feel really bad for last week. So I'm not going to say shit. It's like, you fucking pussy. If you are on my, you know, side of the alliance and you don't say something, that would make me so angry. Because it's like, regardless, Josh, you have to be thinking that you're going to get the blunt of it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And then, like, you're sitting here and, it, like, everyone's looking at him. He's like, he's really not going to say anything? Like, I would be so mad. Well, yeah, he's not going to raise his hand either way here. Like, what are we, what are you even doing if, like, yeah. that's not something you want to, like... That's the whole reason we're doing this. That's part of the game. Like, I get that you think you fucked up last week, and you probably did, and that might cost you some money, and he's realizing it now, like, after everybody goes in there tries to explain their side of it. I think he saw that and was like, fuck, yeah, that is. But, he like, you try to explain out of it, and I think that's what a lot of people do. Um, but you were talking about Rogan there, and I, I think it's a very interesting point because at this point, you know who is a big fan of Rogan. Justin. Justin loves a good shirt being popped off by Rogan. Good shirt being popped off by Joss. My boy Justin was super pumped, you know, when when Rogan was coming back. So guys, at this point now, we're going to play Justin's Take of the Week live from in the field. Well, not live. From the field. Here's our boy Justin on a take involving Rogan. Here we go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, Steve. Hey, Marie. Justin here. Pop that shirt off. You know how it goes. Anyways, miss you all very much. Don't know if you know what's going on in my life, but uh, last one's actually pretty quick. I'm actually going to be a father in a couple of weeks here to a lovely little girl, and yeah, so my time is uh, pretty well jam-packed uh, getting prepared for a big change in life. So anyways, I just had some takes of it. It's been caught up on the challenge now, and I just got to say, you ever been, like, in a relationship or, like, dated someone that you're so embarrassed that you were even attracted to that person in the first place? Yeah. Because that's how I feel about Rogan. Do you remember Rogan's first challenge by, like, the bios and everything? I was in love with that guy. I thought he was this massive, massive beefcake, and, oh, my gosh, when he bitched out in that first challenge. He's the biggest pussy, I got to say. You know what? He's running the game. He's got the votes. At least, like, Paulie, I feel like, yeah, he's running the votes. He's not going into elimination, but he's a badass, and I think he backs up the talk. Rogan is just a bitch, but talks like he's the strongest guy in the team. I don't know. He's pissing me off. And I'm just embarrassed that I even thought he was just a piece of man meat, sexy, hot. Like, he's just a pussy. It's those fake air muscles. A job, on the other hand, another story. But lastly, I'm sorry I'm blabbering, but uh, Carter and Polly, I just got to say, I do kind of hate how they're running the game, but I got to respect Polly's Polly's craft and his mutual respect for Jordan. And I love how he shut fucking Carter down today. That's a beautiful, beautiful proposal. 
And Cara had that snarky-ass comment about, oh, you're going to sabotage your team to pay for that ring now. And Paulie's like, are you serious, really? Paul, your major props for that and for the props he gave Jordan. You know we're coming to a Paulie Jordan showdown at some point, and it's going to be glorious. I love you all. Talk to you later. Aw, congrats. I've been trying to get into astrology lately, so that means he's either having a Scorpio daughter or a Sagittarius daughter, and that means he's in for it. <laughs> oh, is that what it means? Yeah, he's going to have a firecracker in some sort of way. Oh, all right. Maybe you can give him tips on how to deal with the firecracker. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> uh, lots of hot takes there. Uh, lots of takes from Justin. Yes, as is to be expected. When uh, at pop that shirt off, feel free to tweet him. Let him know what you thought. Welcome him back. I feel like if you keep blowing up his Twitter at mentions, guys, yeah, he might send you in a couple more. Yeah, he might. And once he has the baby, he'll probably be like, "Yeah, babe, I gotta uh, do this podcast. I gotta do this podcast <laughs> for three hours." Yeah, went, went, went overboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, lots of hot takes. Honestly, I, I basically agree with everything. Wow. Yeah. Good job there, Justin. You got Marie to agree with everything you just said. Yeah. Take master right there. Laying out out some tanks there. Yeah, I was, you know, I first listened to it when he recorded it, and I was like, he's down on his boy, Rogan? Like, he's down on his boy. Like, I just didn't think I'd see the day. No, he hasn't left his main man, Josh, yet. He hasn't left him. But he's getting there, I think. There's something that's likable about Rogan. I think it's his honesty. I think it's the relatability that a lot of people can have to failing once. Yeah. And like really trying to show up. Because I can imagine like all the shit he got probably on Twitter from everybody else. Even in the beginning of the season, that's all they talked about. Especially in England where it's such a different. Again, we talked a, a couple times here about culture, especially when it comes to Turbo and people not really understanding like how he got that heated. It's all about cultural stuff. But like when you're with your boys, like men understand this, your boys like pick on you for even good things, you know, that happened in your life. And, and so something like this happens where he doesn't even get to finish the first thing, which I'm sure he was like, Oh, I'm going to go in and just completely own this. Yeah. You know, he just got shit from his boys and people in his neighborhood for, forever you know all the guys that were also strippers with him i'm sure we're giving him some business and and stuff so yeah i felt for him it, when he said that later in the show i really felt for him in that moment and kind of understood more about why he is what he's doing right now and kind of his mental aspect of that so i can appreciate that from him oh that's the difference between him and joss that's 100 percent the biggest difference between them as players because at the end of the day you can sit and you can respect what rogan is saying Mm-hmm. But then there's Joss. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we we need to go back to the the end of the tribunal there, where where it was Kara, Zach, and Polly, and you know Theo was like, "Give me a week, player, and and you'll have your first W there, Polly." Um, Kara called Zach a professional fence rider. Um, yes. In that, because he said, "Hey, I don't I don't want to know who you're picking." I know no matter what I say is is not going to matter anyway. So, like, you do your own thing. Do uh, you have any takes on that? <sighs> Listen, what Zach said is right. It doesn't matter what he says. Um, he doesn't want to go against the green because he realizes the numbers. 
And, you know, there's no reason for him to piss people off right now. He's cool with Tori and Jordan. It's fine. He said that he doesn't even want to know, you know, which takes him completely out of it. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, this isn't the first time that Zach has been called something like that. <laughs> but to be to be fair, this is why these people get further in the game. Yeah. You know, after you do a lot of these shows, you realize, you know, what matters and what doesn't. I mean, I've said it, I think, since the beginning of the podcast. You just kind of hang out in the middle and see how far you can get and hope things go your way. Yep. I mean, you don't want to be a vocal person at all. Like, And like any shot where he's not competing, he's yeah. laying in the bed with his glasses on. Like, That's the only other shot they have of him this year is like competing yeah. and then laying in the bed with his glasses on. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's done a very, very good job of not saying too much to both sides. Yeah. And he's also, I think, like got smarter in terms of like even this week, I think was problematic for him because it didn't line up for like his body shape, even though he's dropped some weight. He's dropped some LBs. He's gotten leaner still like again this week, that type of challenge didn't set up for his body type um, where, you know, it favored some people in in completely different ways. Um you know, I and and I think that's okay. I mean, Carr's like he's a professional fence rat, as if that's something to be frowned upon on the show. Like he, you're frowning upon it because he's not on your team. But like it could be worse. He could be against you, right? So like I I don't really see what the um the bonus would be there. Um. What was the next thing I had? I, the next thing I had written down, which we talked about a little bit before, was um, Rogan wanting, you know, the driver of, of keeping to do that and the house and it's kind of breaking down. And even Rogan's just starting to say, like, this house is tough and, you know, mentally it, it, it gets to, to hurt. And, and Nani was cracking until she got that uh, phone call there from 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 Jenna, who yeah. we haven't seen in a little while there. Um, but. But then we moved to Jordan and Tori on the couch. And I think this was the setup for the end of the show. They're sitting on the couch. They're kind of being jokers with each other. And I go, see, this is this is kind of what it's like. When you can find somebody you could just sit on the couch with, with no TV, no internet, and you can make each other laugh, you know you got your person. Yep. That's exactly basically what I wrote down too. It's, <laughs> it's it's cute to see, you know, you could tell it's like obviously genuine and you could tell that it's, it's really funny because when Jordan, the only time you see Jordan like in a, a playful, happy place is when he's with Tori. Yeah. So it's cute. It is. Um, Hashtag goals. Say that again. Hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. Yeah. <laughs> you just sit on a couch and not talk and, and just talk and laugh with somebody. That, that, that's that's as easy as it gets and that's what you, I think that's what we can all we can all hope for at some point right Marie yeah. <laughs> oh maybe one day oh god maybe when this podcast becomes so famous I'll just, my DMs will be blowing up it'll be crazy okay so we talked about the phone room being a thing because I didn't even know it was a thing I was just kind of like it was themed I was like why do you theme it if you're not going to show it come on yeah but I think it's in the case that they have to show something. Um, really cool setup in terms of like there's like a, the it feels like a giant chair and a laptop in the middle there. And I'm like, yeah. man, I would just try to get in there just to hang out. Yeah, and take it looks naps. super relaxing. I was yeah. like, is spa? Just close the door <laughs> and not let anybody come in and bother me. That'd be yeah. nice. 
Because I'm sure there's not very many locations where you can go and not be bothered in the house. No, there's very few. <laughs> um, man, Josh. Josh at this point. Oh, now, do we get to the pool scene <sighs> Yeah, now? yeah. Listen, say whatever you want, people out there. I am loving Josh this season. <laughs> I really freaking am. Because some balls you know he didn't like just say that to just like say that like he knows his time's coming like short too you know and you never know what's going to happen in eliminations but at this point he's just kind of like fuck you cara you know like i like the emotional josh you know like i feel like i'm there right there with him like you tell him you let him know and then she's like well who do you not like uh cara let's pretend like you don't know know? (laughs) like shut up and just like yeah like i have a problem with you i got a problem with you and she starts talking over him and he's like you're not gonna let me you're not gonna really talk you're just gonna talk over me yeah and you know what i think i like i, I personally think like he fully fully knows what he's doing in this situation and i think the thing that he knows pisses her off more than anything else is people being emotional and i think he's just doing that to basically like kind of gaslight her in a way to just be like, then cause she's got to like walk over and be like that fucking asshole. And he's like, I've accomplished what I wanted to do. That's it. That's all I, I feel like to that do. would be, and I, and that what's I, again, I think that's what I want to put in air quotes worked in terms of Jordan being able to get under Kara's skin. I yeah. know she does, doesn't like the emotional aspect of what's happening here. And that's all I'm going to give her. And yeah. she's going to have to deal with that. And there are certain people that you can play. Like, bananas, that does, just doesn't work on. Like, there's other people you can do, like, mind games with. You can kind of do it in terms of, like, you going and trying to hit on the girl they were interested. But, like, some people just work when they, they get upset of other people's emotions. Mm-hmm. It's, like, my favorite thing right now when old people call young people snowflakes. Oh, they're snowflakes. They get offended too easy. So you're getting offended easily by somebody being offended easily. Is that what you're trying to say right now? Yeah. Calling people snowflakes. Yeah. You're manipulative. She's like, oh, I didn't know it was that good. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Jesus. (laughs) Who gave this girl friends? She gets one little fucking crew to follow her around for one fucking season. She's fucking God. Fuck out of here. That's a take. <laughs> I'm like, really? Chill. Ninja <laughs> has like the emotional capabilities of a wall. She doesn't know where she is. Ashley doesn't give a fuck about you. Like if this was any other situation, she's throwing you to the wolves first. Cam likes you because like, who else is she going to like right now? And she probably only likes you through Polly because believe it or not, Polly is very likable in some capacities. Leroy is an anomaly because honestly, like he fucking hates the girl, but he'll hang out with her like randomly all the time. And, and that goes back to the idea that some people make friends for reasons other than being friends, which could be also the reason why Kaylee's friends with Kara. Mm. Purely for show. Not not necessarily for show, but for pull. For the show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, although, like, Kaylee posts a lot about Paulie and Carl, so, like, apparently she's lost her mind, too. 
Oh, but okay. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> I love her. It's just, it's just, it's just been so weird to watch. And then like seeing Cara being like, "You loser," and this and that. Talk about a fucking sponge. Like, be, be your own person. And it's what I've been. I don't want to say concerned about, but just like, it's just strange to me to see. And I've said this before. I don't mind saying it again. It's odd to me to see the evolution of somebody in terms of them being the one that was constantly shit on, put down, thrown in all the time, made fun of, bottles of soda being thrown on them, to come this far to be well, what some would say. Favorite quote? Say what? Isn't that like her favorite quote? She always says, like, when you're around so long, like, you become the villain or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, that's, that's her new way of accepting that she sucks as a person. Like, shut up. <laughs> like, come on. To come that far and, and, and kind of, I don't know, take on that... I mean, I feel like she's been in, like, a bad... I, she just doesn't see, seem happy to be there, and there could be numerous factors from that, but it's like it's still like you didn't look happy like four weeks into the show either so when's the last time Kara has looked happy like let's be real i don't know a little while it, to be honest with you it's really sad to me because there's something about Kara that i still watch i'm still like if i was to like be around her in a mm-hmm. room like i I'd, I'd try to crack a joke with her i try yeah. to like become friends because there was a person that i knew that was really like herself yeah. for lack of a better word yeah you know maybe not everyone's tea but like i don't care who people are if they're themselves i can accept that no and you know? and that's kind of where i'm at i, I you know you love Kara, love her to death i just like don't know where we got how we got to this point of where i you know how she's presented on the show now and that's the thing to me it's just it's just strange I feel like what I was getting to there is I feel like if you were in that position, if you were the low man on the totem pole for years, constantly be throwing in the butt of ridicule all these years and you got your W and you're basically like the the female totem, you know, the totem pole, you know, the, the person at the top of the totem pole on the show, that you would be kind of a different person than yeah, where it is but, now. But I, I, I don't know. I've said this before, uh, with power also comes a lot of insecurities, right? Like people are always coming for you. And I think that she assumes that in the highest regard that people Mm. are talking shit about her. Okay. So she'd rather now go on there and be, you know, hard and then like, you know, fake call out. What did she do? She fake called out Joss. Oh yeah. Yeah. What the fuck was that? I I just want to see him shit his pants. Okay. Cara. Like, that's not you. Like I could totally see me saying that. But like you, no. So I don't know. It's, it's just weird. It's uncomfortable to watch. You know, even Pauly like is not really like you. you it's it's like Pauly's not making her this way. Yeah. If you if you're watching it from like if you're seeing it that way, although he too is very manipulative. So who fucking knows about that? But yeah, I I don't know. It it's just a strange progression, I guess. And and, and maybe that's like me thinking of it from a Hollywood perspective, I don't know, and watching, you know, so many movies where somebody finally, you know, overcomes all the adversity and they just want to pull other people up. 
you know, and be like, hey, we're cool here. Like, I was in your shoes. And I think we got to see a little bit of that this week. And I think she was trying to be sincere when she was talking to Theo. Like, hey, man. She just like, needs to be humbled. She needs to be humbled. Mm, she hasn't seen elimination in yeah. how many seasons. That's Someone a good thing. I haven't got. Out. I should go back and look that up and see how long it's been since the the last time she was in elimination. She didn't get sent home in elimination with me. Wow. So that's one season. I don't think she went in any eliminations last season or the season before that. I don't think she went in it in vendettas. All right. So I have the results of the uh, research that I was doing there. So you're right, Marie. It's been a very long time. War of the Worlds. That's one season. Didn't go in. Uh, the season before that, uh, Final Reckoning. Went in with you, but you guys were you guys lost to Nelson and Shane, but you went to a um, the Redemption House and so got to the final there. So that's two seasons. Vendettas one, so that's three. Uh, Dirty Thirty came in second, so that's four seasons. If you want to call Champs versus Stars or Champs versus Pros a season, that's five. Uh, and then the season before that, which was Invasion, uh, lost to Laurel there. So that's, um, it's been five seasons. That's a long time. That's a very, that, this is the problem. Cara needs to be humbled. One elimination in five seasons. Because now she's, now, now her head's too big. Her head is too big now. And when you, when you, when your head gets that big, like you really lose sight of who you are, to be honest. I remember when I like left my job and I went on job interviews and I knew I was the fucking shit. And I told them I was the fucking shit. I wouldn't get hired <laughs> because like nobody likes people that don't think that like they can't learn anything, mm. that they can't become better. Yeah. And I think that's why all the castmates are so quick to say she's entitled because she hasn't been humbled. That's a, that's a very strong logical take because yeah. it's true. Five seasons of going in 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 five seasons of the show. You go in to an elimination one time. One time. I mean, the redemption one where you guys got back against Kaylee and Cam, you want to call that maybe? Okay, we're talking two times. Maybe. And we're now um, 11 episodes into this season. And no... No proving ground, no stomping ground, whatever the fuck we were calling these things. That's that's quite incredible. And, uh, yeah, maybe it's – I just don't know, like, who's going to do that? Who's going to, like, put her in early? Who's going to, like, go in against her? You know? Well, no one this season because they're all following around like minions. <laughs> Man. Uh, so she's so total a number of this is according to our, our good friends at fandom.com. Um, 13 wins, six losses in eliminations. But those go back a long time. Going back to fresh meat, too. I mean, so who's going to do it? Who would go against her? There's only one person that will willingly go against Kara. Oh, my God, Marie. If you say yourself, I'm going to shit myself. Laurel. <sighs> I want that to happen so bad. The only way that she's going to get humbled is if Laurel's there or somebody puts her in. And somebody puts her in against a strong player. 
I'd like to see. Oh man, that would be a good one if you could like pick anybody. I'd like to see Laurel. Well, we tried to get Nicole versus Kara in uh, Vendettas. Oh really? Yep. We were trying to slide that move around. <laughs> trying to slide that move around. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I think that would be interesting. I'd also give. I'd give Tori a good chance in there too. Hell yeah! Actually, hell yeah. That'd be good. Like, and it would depend on what we saw. I mean, they showed the preview for for next week. Did you see the preview for next week? Yeah. It's a female hall brawl, I guess. Fuck yes. Get ready for someone to get fucked up. I'm so looking forward to that. I yeah. don't know, but as soon as I saw it, I was like, no, I don't want to see it anymore. Don't give me anything away. I wanted that so bad in Battle of the Seasons. Really? I wanted that shit so bad. Oh, yeah. Like, I was a monster. It. Bring it. Bring it. Let me murder someone. Yeah, I'd still go. I'd still do that shit. Out of shape now, I'd still fucking met. I'd fuck someone up in there. You know what would be a good idea is if we could set these things up in like a amusement world where you could like just go and do that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the insurance company. I'm just going to love that idea. <laughs> we would have it in Thailand, obviously. Yeah. But know, the insurance is, is far cheaper. Yeah. So basically, car needs to be humbled. Um, we need she needs the old car back. Not even that we need it. Mm. Uh, because I think that she's losing grip of what reality really is. And that's why it was funny to see that, you know, Tori said, this is real life shit. Yeah. And we all know how Kara was reacting to real life shit. So, yeah, not, not great. We're, we're almost there before (laughs) that. We had, um, a great, uh, what what I at the time I thought was going to be the quote of the week winner, Zach. Uh, well, Zach is our winner this week. <laughs> Zach yep. is definitely our winner this week. But just before Zach, literally the line before that was Theo coming down and saying, uh, "Challenge uh, elimination king, elimination king," and 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 TJ went, "Yeah, elimination king." And he goes, "Soon's to be elimination god," and it paused. And TJ goes, "I don't know about that." Uh, I was like, all right. And then the very next thing right here is Zach delivering our quote of the week winner. Oh, man, this is a good one. Let it go, Zach. Go ahead. I vote for Joss because he has the smallest testicles on the UK team. So if I vote for any of the other guys, they're going to remember that and be angry about it. But Joss will just curl up into a ball in the corner and probably suck his thumb. Quite the statement there from Zach. Quote of the week winner, by the way, Zach. Uh, Zach comes through with some great lines. He's been doing really, really good at that this season. He has, hasn't he? Laying low and just ruining people in his interviews. You know, he had a nice little comment earlier when they were leaving the tribunals. He's like, I got to get out of this fucking shirt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Zach is really killing. Yeah, just like another funny antidote. And that's, you know, I really appreciate that on the show. That's like one of the reasons we love you. It's just like you were saying that. Uh, I think early in the season, it's just missing that comedic relief that we have on the show sometimes. Yeah. And that's def- like Zach just delivered with a pure, great yeah. old school quote of the week winner there. So yeah. thanks, buddy. And that was that was a one take thing. That was a one and done. You could tell. Yeah, yeah. it's perfect. It. So good. Yeah. So <laughs> now it's time for our elimination. Theo's yep. down there. Time to vote. And it's Jordan. I don't know if that surprised anyone there. I mean, we had the fake, 
the the. I, I mean, even Tori was saying to him, like, "Don't let yeah, don't let them fool you. Like yeah. you're going in." And I thought to myself, "Ah, yes, how convenient for the alliance that was preaching, preaching for weeks that we don't throw each other in. Oh, we don't do that. We're a team. We got rid of the people who didn't see this as a team." Oh, how how dare you throw our own people in? Oh, oh, this week we're going to throw our own person oh, in. It's their it team, sense. not anyone else's team. Oh, that's right. Their team. Oh, how convenient now that it works for you and uh, for Carr and Polly uh, that this week you do throw somebody from your own team in. Oh, man. How how nice for you. Uh, bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit. I knew it was bullshit for weeks. You say it just until it's long enough to serve you. So mm-hmm. just like stop. Just stop with it. Just don't do it because I just don't fucking trust anything that comes out of anybody's fucking mouth. Yeah. Props to Zach for saying, hey, I said I'm not going to say anybody on the U- U.S. team. I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And he held, he held true to it because like, that's what you said we were going to do. So like, thanks, Zach, for... And Joss has no testicles, so we'll just keep there. <laughs> or at least very small ones. Oh my god, so good. Very so small good. ones. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I, mean, I he, never maybe you see them. I imagine you see everybody naked from time to time in the house. I don't know. I've heard some things. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> um, not for one second did I believe that Theo was going to win this elimination, by the way. At any point before you even saw what it was? No, no shot. Okay. No, no, no not when I saw what it was. Oh, when you not. saw what it was, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Zach was like, him. oh, you, you throw him in for a sledgehammer thing? He destroyed me on a sledgehammer yeah. event. Yeah, literally. I mean, and the, I mean, Theo was just not hitting the nails at all. No. And, and again, it's what we said before was like, I think he was mentally done at that point. I think it's probably really hard to to come back and try to feel like you want to go back in when it doesn't feel like anybody wants you there to begin with. Yeah. George got something you know, to prove. Those, those the, type of eliminations really, really need you to kind of like chill. Yeah. And like refocus. And I feel like he was just really, he, I think he was really trying to win. Yeah. Do it as quickly as possible. But by doing so was missing the, the nail. That first, he got through those first four in a pace that I was like, Oh shit. Like, Jordan, Jordan, watch the fuck out. Like, he might get you on this, bro. And, but you could tell that he was like, he had a lower grip on the hammer and he was kind of like just swinging like a mid swing. And Jordan for the full time was doing full, full hammer swings as if this is what he does for a living. Literally. And he was killing it. Yeah. You know, it's so cute seeing, you know, Tori cheer and you could just you could just like see like, I don't know. It was it was cute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he was killing it like he just blew through it. He had, had his little quote about, you know, I'm swinging the hammer. I'm doing my thing. And man, he moved through that. And uh, the look on the faces of Team US was just like, fuck, man. Except okay. for except for Paulie, I think Paulie's Paulie gets excited about this kind of stuff. I which think he does. Goes yeah, back to him being a competitor, it, it really is. I really do. It's what Justin said. I I got to give him also props this week, which is not something I usually do, 
But the fact that it was over and he clapped for him and he was like, you know, he said, I, you know, we happen to be on two other sides here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I appreciate his competitor. I watched the after show thing with him as well. You can mm-hmm. kind of see they have a good banter between each other, that yeah. they see each other as competitors. Yeah. Um, you know, in this case, they were on the opposite team. Though, like, it was, uh, we're not even going to get into the part in the after show. But, like, you, I'm telling you, if you don't watch it, go to YouTube because there was something that was said in there that I think was quite interesting that I really don't believe. So go watch it. I feel like everybody... Well, what was it said? What was said? Polly basically said, I thought we could team up, me and you, and like the two of us and the two of you would be on a team together and we could dominate this entire thing. And I was like, I don't feel like that was ever part of the plan. It could have been part of Polly's plan. I don't believe it was part of Cars. Because I mean, let's let's be honest, guys, like Polly seems to be very, very friendly with everyone that hates Cara. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Like my boyfriend, if I ever had one, would never. Like that guy would be fucking done. I'd be like, oh, you want to be friends? Okay. Watch this. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> Hold that butt. <laughs> Comes back with like a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> it was a sad day. <laughs> yeah. But listen, Paulie, like, if you want to be the best, you have to beat the best. And right now, that's Jordan. So I'm excited to see where this little uh... people did give Jordan shit for saying that against Turbo. Like, you, in, until you beat me, you're not there. Like, come and beat me. Like, I've won a few of these. Come and beat me, and then we'll talk about it. So I do like that. As soon as it was over, he threw his hel- helmet down. He's like, "You want to do this? You got to come in here and take me out yourself. Don't yeah. do it." Come yep. on down here, all you pussies. I yep. love that. All his shit out, Jordan. Yes. Like, do it. I want to see it so bad. And I want to see it, like, over the course of an entire final where it's not just, like, one thing. I just want to see, like, this great battle of the ages, which, like, please give us. Don't give me, like, wet noodles and something else. I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. But at the end, man, we have the surprise proposal that, the surprise proposal that everyone's talking about. Uh that, you know, car called fake, but that's neither here nor there. The surprise proposal of Jordan and Tori. What a great moment there. I didn't know that was happening. So genuine. And I like that he, you know, made the comment where, like, I know this could seem, like, really corny or, like, what you know, whatever. Yeah. But it's true. Like, their story has really come through the show and the challenges. And I, I do think that's a battle that guys deal with. Like, all my buddies who have gotten married and proposed, like, we're saying, like, Man, like I was thinking for months and months and months about how to propose and what seemed to be like right to like me and her. And I also had to think about like would she want something done in public where other people would be around. And it just kind of had to fit who we were. And that's something that men battle with. And I think he saw a perfect opportunity. And he talks about this in the in the after show as well. Like he thought it was a good opportunity to you know, do something where it fit their story. And I couldn't agree with them more. I thought it was a great thing to do. Um, and especially as just as soon as you win. <laughs> uh, if he lost, it would have kind of sucked. You can't do it then. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I thought but, it was great. I thought it was super now, great. What, now, what song starts playing? Uh, it was... Oh. Throwback. What is it? What was this? It was a throwback. 
I'm what trying to. It? Okay, it was another one of those SRM songs. Was it like how sweet it oh, is? Oh, it was. Like yes, yes. Okay. So back and forth between everyone being so happy and Kara, fucking comedy. What type of comment was that from her? I love how Paulie was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yes. Like, Shut up. <laughs> you better hope your mic wasn't on, bitch. <laughs> Perfect. They, again, like, I'm giving Polly props like at least two times this episode, which is probably an all-time record for me. Yes. But to like say like, are you kidding me? And just make the snarky comment like that. And then I get in the moment you hate this guy. But then in the after thing to be like, oh, it's just fucking fake. This is fake. I'm like, really? How much do you just have to not like someone to just not be like, it's a life thing. It's not a show thing. It's a life thing. These two people, just like you two, happen to find each other. Can you not be happy for that? Yeah, I heard a rumor that like she was upset because apparently Polly was going to propose to her. But I'm going to call bullshit on that because oh. Polly ain't proposing to nobody. Polly ain't proposing to nobody. Yeah, no shot is that guy getting married. <laughs> Cara doesn't hate Jordan. Cara hates herself. Wow, that's a take. Seriously though, that's a strong take like, there. No one ever proposed to me on this show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe one day, Marie. Well, I was being Kara. Oh, okay. <laughs> me, me, high, high chances of no. <laughs> high chances of no. I would be that girl. I'd be like, on TV, you fucking showman. Yeah, that's that's an interesting debate that I think we need to have for another show is public proposals. Yeah. Uh, that's that. You're just asking for her to say no at that point. Uh, it depends on the girl, but yeah. Like you can't do know. like the jumbotron ones. Like that's that's a no go. Can't be doing Jumbotron proposals. That's just, yeah. you're asking for problems there. Um, yeah, well, this leads us into a Mom LaFranc take. Mom LaFranc is back with her take this week. So uh, take it away, Mom LaFranc, on, on your thoughts on what just happened. Hi, it's Mom LaFranc with my only take so far this season. I usually know when I need to bring tissues to the couch when I'm watching shows like This Is Us, A Million Little Things, and even my favorite. My favorite soap, General Hospital. I never thought I'd need a box of tissues during the challenge. But when Jordan got down on one knee and proposed to Tori, it brought tears to my eyes. It was so touching. Right, Brooke? <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't agree with me, but I thought it was very special. Anyway, that's my thought of the week. Bye. There you go. Mom, um, Mom LaFranc take right there. Um, yeah. She very very genuine. She was she was in the moment there. She did she did cry. I can confirm that. Not just saying that for the sake of saying it. I got a little bit emotional too. I won't lie. I even even uh, I, I mean Rogan redeemed himself where he's like we you got tears in our eyes. I'm thinking about proposing to Joss right now. Really, he redeems himself. He said that. And I my eye got stuck from rolling. Can <laughs> like, we drop this whole Jogan thing? Like, I like it. I'm here for it. Hashtag right, Team Jogan. Whatever. Here for it. I like it. Bromances. Need more bromances. Ugh. <laughs> Maybe if the bromance had two men, but. Wow. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot. I need to turn the air down. It's so, so hot in here from all your takes, Marie. <laughs> so hot. I'm sweating from all the takes. Yeah. Just so much. Well, Mom LaFranc did, did say, you know, what do you think about that, Brooke? 
And as we said, Brooke, Brooke could not be here this week, so she did record a take. Uh, we're gonna play it for you now because it kind of goes. It kind of goes along with what Mom said right there. So I believe we have uh, Brooke now. Brooke, your thoughts. Hey everybody, uh, sorry I couldn't be there, but here is my take on last night's episode. I have no new thoughts. It's more of the same, more bitching, more crying, more fighting. I'm so fucking sick of these people that I just want to see a final. I want to see them cry more. I want to see them puke. And I want to see them pass out because honestly, I'm bored. Thoughts on the proposal? You guys know I'm not a Jordan fan. I'm not really a Tory fan this season. But that proposal actually did make me feel some feels. I may not like you, but I love a good love story. And yes, I know a lot of you are curious about my thoughts on Kara and her reaction during the proposal. And I'm going to say definitely not her best look. But I did love Polly this episode. Also, final thoughts. I'm not saying that Marie and I are the same person, but when's the last time we were both on this podcast at the same time? Just a thought. Love you, Marie. Steve, you're cool too. Okay, bye. (laughs) She said a point. She made a point. She said, don't like Tori, don't like Jordan, but do love love. And Cara did not feel the same way about that. (laughs) She did not love love? No, she does not love love. Yeah, I was just I I saw that happen, and again I don't want to I don't want to beat this point home, but I feel like we really could spend like almost an hour on that just itself. It's just as Brooke said, it's not a good look. And like, girl, you know you're mic'd up. Why you even get, like? Why are you saying anything? Just clap along. Like, just like you could even clap like after the spur of the moment when they're walking back up to the steps. That was that was like my biggest issue with her on uh, Final Reckoning. We'd be, be like on the bus, everyone's like making jokes at each other, and then she'd come through with this like really cricket increasing fucking joke that like no one laughed. You know, I'm just looking at her, and I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like she has terrible timing with anything she does. I, I don't get it. I I don't get why it was necessary. I appreciate Polly just not looking over and being like what whatever, but being like really. Come on. Like, some people, like, that's cool. Like, that's really special what just happened. And other, even other people, like, um, who was it? Nani's like, this is something that we needed in the house. I'm glad we got to see this. Um, you know, I think it's just a good moment to have to also remind people that this is, like, these are real people, like, who, like, have real feelings. They're not just, like, little people, like, fake puppet things on TV running around doing stuff. These yep. are real people. Um, and I, and I really appreciated that moment. I, I was kind of glad that it was shared in the venue where, you know, if you're, if you're supporters of them, you got to see the moment happen live, uh, if you will. Um, and the fact that she didn't even run down there and Zach's like, go down there, run down there. Uh, and then she put out her right hand first. Classic. <laughs> I know. I love Zach in that moment. It was, it was, it was very like, uh, what's that movie? And he's like, get in the water. Get in the water. Like, you know, know what I'm talking about. I don't. I'm sorry. The notebook. Oh, the notebook. Yeah, sorry. Get in. Whatever. Anyway, great episode. I'm excited to see what's coming. UK is going to pull together because they have no balls. And you Jordan's called it. Take them. Yeah, you called it. You said a few weeks ago, you said the US team is going to collapse. The UK team is going to rise. I saw it happening. Like this week, I was a little unsure of it. But now that Jordan's over there, 
I think they got a real strong chance of, of pulling this out together and, and making a strong push to the final. Uh, but Marie, th- who's next? Who's next on the, who's off the UK team next? Oh, they're going to vote Jordan in again. I don't know. I'm going to say Joss. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. That would be like, yeah, what were you saying before I really interrupt you? Oh, no, that's all right. I was just saying, I, I want to appreciate you for coming on. Uh, we love having I love you. I talking about a show that I watch, guys. Fucking idiots. Huh? I hate when people are like, why are you doing a podcast about it? I'm like, I don't know. I was a fan first, bitches. Like, let me talk my shit. Yeah. Let her talk her shit, bitches. <laughs> yeah. That should be your handle. That should let be your like, headline. Let me talk my shit, bitches. I like it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I have to start a podcast first. So. <laughs> we'll, talk about about we'll talk about that one. Um, it's been real. But I got to go and get drunk for my cousins. That'll be fun. Marie, thank you very much. We love you. Remember, guys, tweet at Justin. Let him know that you want him on some more. Yeah, retweet the link. Yeah. Yeah, retweet the link as always. And feedback. Everyone loves feedback. Yeah. And if you don't have iTunes, leave it on the Podbean. Yeah, like do you or on Twitter. Did you agree with what we said about Cara having to be humbled? Do we agree that Joss has no balls? Like this is the stuff that we want to (laughs) know. We need you to tell us all these fantastical things. Yeah, because production needs to hear it. <laughs> and you know if I'm on something, they're definitely listening because they think I'm Pink Rose. <laughs> no bulls, but they really think I am. I'm like, yo, fucking just stop. I'm like, I'm not even on these seasons. Like, I haven't been on in fucking six seasons. Like, how the fuck am I Pink Rose? Oh, God, we love it. Well, Marie, thank you very much. We love you. Uh, we'll have you back in a few weeks. Hopefully, yes. this season's got to be ending sometime soon, we would assume, so... Yes, sir. We'll see how it goes. All right. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.